Savage. What's going on, Savages? Welcome to another episode of the Savage Snowflake Podcast with me, Jeff Leach. Your your lover, your friend, your confidant, your teacher, your studious um, and doting protege, your friend who never really shows up, but sometimes out of the blue, I'll just give you a call and you'll be like, hey, what's up, man? I'll be like, hey, I was just listening to the radio and a song came on, it made me think of you. And uh, I fell a little bit in love with that moment, and I and I wondered how you'd been. And I realised we hadn't spoken to each other for quite a while, so I just thought I'd drop you a call, and you'd be like, "Oh, that's really fucking sweet, man." Normally people just text, but that's really personal that you chose to take that extra step. And I go, "Yeah, I know I'm not in your life enough, but I do care about you. I just want you to know that, friend." Um, you know, I, I might be a little high. I did have a little weed. <laughs> I did smoke a little weed a little earlier, and um, and and sometimes that makes me wonderful sometimes that makes me a little bit too verbose for the moment and maybe that's what just happened there for people um but some of you don't care and you still come back every single week and you support this podcast and those people i'm very grateful for if you are a patron at patreon.com forward slash service snowflake thank you very much little dan tb here just 35 dollars a month that motherfucker you know he's living on a pittance he barely eats every month because he's donating to this podcast but look he's got his face right behind my big old head um, and thank you very much to our sponsors as well. We've got Manscaped.com over here, which is uh, refining the gentleman. If you are a more hirsute gentleman like I am, you need to trim your downstairs areas. You look disgusting, men. Stop it. It's not hygienic. Get the lawnmower 2.0, trim that motherfucker down, and ladies will thank you. Some gentlemen will as well if you go to the right bars on a Friday night. Um, if you use code SAVAGE at Manscaped.com, you get yourself 20% off all of their wonderful items. You get a free leather travel bag and free shipping. And over here, Boundless Tech. The finest purveyors of vaping technology. Mm, who needs to get high? Me, apparently. Only because I hate myself and my parents never really love me. If you want to do the same <laughs> thing as me, you want to grab yourself a Terra or maybe a CF710 from their website, bndlstech.com. That's boundlesstech.com. Use code SAVAGE. You get 25% off every single one of their units. That's an incredible saving. Thank you very much. I appreciate you, sponsors. And I appreciate my guests even more so. Joining me today, this gorgeous lady, is Camilla Cleese, comedian, actress, and writer. How are you? Good. How are you, lovely? I'm all right. A little high, as I just pointed yeah, out. Yeah, I, I, I thought you were going to bring um, chicken wings into it. Ah, oh, I wish. I fucking love You managed wings. to work chicken wings into your set the other night about seven times. You really? Can, yeah. Oh, I Were you high very, then, like, too? Um, yeah, I think I might have been. <laughs> it's when I'm high, uh, I get... I get the obvious munchies. Yeah. But very specifically, chicken wings is my go-to. Like, I do. Pow, pow, pow. Chicken wings are delicious. They're amazing. And a very American They're snack. very Amer- much better in America. They try to do them in England. and yeah. Now, I should say, um, for the listeners who don't already oh, yes, know you. Oh, yes, you should explain. I actually, am English. You're English, but the accent is because you were raised in America predominantly, correct? Or And to piss my dad off. And to piss <laughs> off your dads, yeah. It really does. So do you feel... Like you're a British person, or do you feel like an American? On the inside, I feel super British. Like I still shove my emotions down as deep as possible. You're very self-deprecating as well. I'm self-deprecating. I apologize at the beginning of every sentence, like just in case I say something offensive, which I almost always do. But you have an Um, impeccable education, and that's not very American. Well, but I moved here when I was 12, so I like, (laughs) and then I skipped two grades. So you know, slavery was a thing, right? What? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> All right, you were educated in America. But there, okay, fair. Wait, but 
the Holocaust wasn't. No, that didn't exist. No, no. if you no. check the right websites, I think I know tell. nothing about American history. I missed that year. Really? You like didn't literally know that entire year. If it um, makes you feel better. The joke is that most Americans don't know anything about American history or know? geography. Or geography. I have a friend from Georgia, the country, yeah. and it's the funniest shit ever. When she says I'm from Georgia, and people are like, Oh my! Because she has an accent, and they're like, You don't sound like you're from Georgia. <laughs> You sound like you're from the Middle and East. And she's like, no, Georgia, the country. They're like, Georgia's a state. That's because they're at, that's because people probably from that part of the world to these people are just brown people. Uh, it always confuses me when someone says Asian, they just mean like no, Japanese or Chinese or Korean. Because they don't realize that the continent of Asia actually includes yeah. a lot of other It does looks. wind me up a little bit. But then again... English people are stupid to certain aspects of the world. Does that make sense? Like, we might have a, a base level better education, but then we can be. They have more of a curiosity, I think, about the world. Like, Americans. I mean, no, uh, Brits. Really? Well, I they think, know more I about American politics than we do. That well, yeah, that's true. I mean, about just the world events in general. Um, we do have an interest in world events in the UK, so like our news will cover global news. But then again, we are a very small island, right? And actually, in the grand scheme of things, we need to know what these right. superpowers around us are playing at. Do you but know in I mean? our enormous country, at? like how much news covered the royal baby? Oh yeah, yeah, fucking they they love it. They love and talking like, about Archie. I, why are they so like? I, I, do you care about the royal family? I don't. I'm not a royalist in the slightest. Um, I think. I think they're mascots. I think like it's, they're we, just. Exactly. They're, they're, they do. I mean, look. It's nice for morale, I suppose. But like, other than that, what's the fucking point? Have you ever met any of the royal family? I've sort of in past. So the school that I went to growing up was a very um, snooty all girls school it was sort of the sister school to where the princes went can you hear my stomach did you hear I, it i heard a little <laughs> really rumbling. it wasn't that loud we might I have to order wings be, yeah <laughs> that could be part of the podcast we should yeah. you guys can uh hear what it sounds like to order wings and you know what's gonna happen then is uh um i'm now, not eating them on the podcast the youtube though. the youtube community of uh, now we feast are gonna start going after me and being like, they already do this on Hot Wings, motherfucker. You can't do that. You can't oh, bring there's comics like, on. Oh, it's a that really would be fun, joke thievery. <laughs> I mean, literally, that would be being as bad as the fat Jewish. Do you know what I mean? Just yeah. take someone else's concept and pass it off as your own. But then maybe he'd take a picture of us and put it on his, and we'd get a big following. Oh, oh. My God. The cyclical nature of meme versus original thought. It's amazing. Isn't it funny that memes... It's just a selfie for personality. What not, memes? not if they're funny, but like I'm talking about like the inspirational memes that girls post. Oh, that, that are, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that are always. Like it's your laugh. Yeah. Just remember, you're beautiful on the inside and the out. You I, just have to find a way to find your inner truth. Have you ever noticed though, that 15. the girls always. They always post things though that are like. Ex it's like they're trying to talk themselves into that's what they are like it'll be like my body is my temple and yeah, i'm like yeah, why yeah. do you put so much cocaine and dick in your temple <laughs> like <laughs> yeah i mean that is those are those are, are just because you're a vegan doesn't mean that those things <laughs> i mean high in protein though isn't it yeah. come yeah, Apparently. but vegan is not high in protein diet. Also, I heard that the proteins that are found in cum are not actually, they don't nourish the body like general protein. 
Yeah, does. because most men are scientists. I mean, most scientists are men, so of course they came yeah, up they with that, that theory. Shit off, but yeah, but yeah, and I read something basically going that yeah, you can you can get some protein out of cum, but it's not like. It's a no. bit of a myth that yeah. it really, you know, you're not going to wake up the next morning and be like, fucking look how stacked I am. Right. Because well, most... I tried. I sucked a lot of dick. Did you? Just over one weekend, just to give it a go. <laughs> it was either that or steroids. And I was like, what's free? Dick. So I went out. I got the grinder out. One way app. to get some testosterone, though, exactly. I suppose, isn't it? Exactly. Or, the... or is there even testosterone in the actual, I've never thought about that. You have to put an entire testicle really in your care. mouth to get the testosterone. Ooh. Bite straight into it like a like a bull like a bull. All right, testicle. I'm I'm over the chicken wings. <laughs> they do that in some countries. They eat. I know. Warm t- it's a delicacy. I know. Warm testicles, right? I know. I've traveled. I'm not. I'm not American. You've never. I have a passport. You've never tried two passports. You've never tried um, any weird. Um, I don't know. No. I feel like my Asia have got a lot of they bugs and insects. They messed with me so much as a child. Like they told me that quail's eggs were mole's eggs. And like, like every food that I have an issue with because I thought it was something else growing up. Because you were told that by your comedian father. Yeah. I also um, thought I was purchased at Harrods until I was like 13. Really? Yeah. And when well, I was, at least you were bought from a really high-end store. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty. Yeah. But they had a big Harrods bag that I would get chased around the house with. Like, you're, <laughs> like, you're going we'll back. Take you back. That's We're going to find one that looks like you but doesn't talk. That is the most ridiculously celebrity slash um, highfalutin story oh, yeah. I've ever heard. The fact that you we had purchased a, from Harrods. Not darling. only that, we had a big enough Harrods bag to carry uh, all that go. shit. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, it was. It's pretty ridiculous, but. It did instill, like, I get anxiety at department stores to this day, mm-hmm. which may be completely unrelated, whatever. Because but you're worried someone's going to throw a bag over your It's been good for my credit cards. <laughs> Worrying that you're going to be suffocated yeah. by a fucking Ralph's bag. <laughs> um, well, obviously, look, Ralph's, we're, to- we're talking way, about Ralph's, by the way, not a department store. Your, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It's we're talking f- about, well, it, I mean, it's a department store for, for the likes for you. of me. Like, okay. when I go in there, it's like, wow, like, there's oh. kitchenware in here as well. This is a department store. Where do you buy your clothes as in there? As soon as they start saying underwear in there, it's a full-on department store for me. Uh, CVS is my go-to. Yeah, see, I'm from the, I was from the burbs. I was from the suburbs. I, we, we were middle class, working middle class family. Where, so, where, where, where? You struggle, you know, down the pit all day, every day. Yeah. My dad works Are on the docks. Are you doing the four Yorkshire yeah, men? my dad works on the docks. My mum was, a, my mom was a, northern, a northern coal miner, actually. She was... She wasn't. She, well, she was, yeah. She, was she called, mined my, the coal. My mum was called Terry. She was a, a northern coal miner. My was father, she a woman? He was a, he was a washerwoman uh, down in East <laughs> London. And they both worked tirelessly to give us a life. and. Oh. No, there were no Harrods but bags. We that's wished, amazing. We wish we could have even seen a Harrods bag. Well, I have one, I'm sure, somewhere. <laughs> or Your my parents dad. do. No, Your mum and dad definitely my do. My stepmom definitely does. There you yeah. go. Yeah. Um, so we're talking, look, look, look you're, those again of uh, of the audience who don't already know, your father is John Cleese, the sort of, you know, celebrated uh, yeah. and uh, immensely funny British actor and comedian. Yeah. Um, that's a strange upbringing to have, I imagine. Fucking weird, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Fun, weird, or one of those like oh, well, I you was. Don't know I that was it's weird. sniffing heroin by eleven years old. I weird. was doing coke at twelve, but all right. So um, it is that weird, yeah. But that was more due to lack of supervision, and uh, which is part and parcel of famous parents. Yeah, I know? mean that's the that's the downside is like you don't really have them. <laughs> like they're 
I saw because more on TV. Well. Yeah, there's a lot of competition, and um, uh, you know, we're we're super close now. But I, especially after I moved to the U.S. with my mom, I didn't. I saw him like once a year. I would go back for three months for the summer, and then he'd go work in America on a movie or something. Yeah. So it was like, it. And back then, you know, this is gonna age me a little bit, but we didn't even have like cell phones or you know i was he around actually had a car phone. phone i was around pre-cell phone okay how old are you uh 35 oh you are and the first cell phone that Give it my up for 35 there we That's, go me too it's a great age yeah and then the first one that my dad ever had was like motorola that had like a battery about that fucking thick if you're gonna my dad had a car phone and it was like this big oh my god it was amazing Love yeah. that. They were like old war, wasn't it? It was old like war because um, they rolled them out in the in the Second World War. Right. The portable phones. They looked like the satellite phones in movies. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah the huge. <laughs> That's pretty cool though. Yeah. Um, and so were you aware when you were a kid that your dad was famous? Or was it Not daddy? Really. Lots of people want to talk to daddy. I didn't understand for quite some time. I mean, Looking back, I'm like, holy shit. Like, every childhood photo, he's in a dress, a policeman's costume, a priest. Like, there's no normal photo of us together. Um, My earliest memory is him getting dangled out of a window by Kevin Klein in A Fish Called Wanda and getting escorted off the set because I was pissed that my dad was being, like, understandably so, because you don't understand the difference. How old were you then? 22 no um <laughs> no you were i was four yeah, four yeah i was a yeah. baby you're like Dad! yeah and then going to a movie premiere it was some what was it called eric the viking i think it was okay and um i sat next to him and he dies in like the opening film and i started crying and then i looked over and apparently i got very mad at myself for but like it it is confusing plus yeah. my mom was an actress and my stepbrother's dad was a professional golfer. So I thought oh, wow. everyone's parents were on TV. Like yeah, I yeah, didn't yeah. just think it was mine. And it took a long time to understand sort of what acting was. Like, and he, it's not like he ran around being Basil Faulty or something. Thank fucking God. But, um, yeah. but you know, it, it it is looking back you don't know it's not normal at the time. And then you hear what other people's childhood childhoods are like. And you're like... Oh, mine was a little ah, bit different to that. It's a little bit strange. Well, this is why so many um, children of... Star- That's a beautiful little bit of music. I didn't even realize my window's out there. That's the the old Mexican guy who drives down in a, in a van and he sells fruit out the back of it. I love their fruit. But you know when I was does, like an ice now, cream truck. Listen, that's what I was gonna say. He, like as a Brit kid, yeah, this is ice cream, and it normally do. Which would be disappointing when they have running down London Bridge is burning down, and then you run outside. Such and you a take happy one song pound, for one pound or fifty p back in the original days, and I get a screwball. Do you remember what a screwball was? It sounds weirdly sexual. Plastic cone. So yeah. one of those little plastic cones pots for the, you know, and he put two really shitty, cheap, they break apart pasty bubble gums at the bottom of the of the 
plastic thing, and then it's like swirly soft uh, soft serve ice cream, vanilla that ice cream. That was what, and then you get I chocolate and, and red flake, sauce. The flakes, flakes, hundreds and thousands. Not the flakes, flakes, but like the the sticks that were flaky. Oh, and then you get a flake, yeah, yeah a chocolate like flake, yeah, stuck in the cone. One or two of them. But what were they called? There was a name for that soft serve ice cream. Just so fucking good. vanilla oh, ice cream. Just ice cream. When you're a kid, that is ice cream. That was the best. The shit your mum gets you from the store. You're like, that's it's not ice cream. It's actually a bit that's like McDonald's It's ice creamy cream, ice. I think. No, it's not. <laughs> Soft serve is the, the only ice cream that makes any sense to children. Yeah. Well, because you don't have to scoop it and stuff. That's difficult for children. Now, I imagine you don't get ice cream vans rolling down the roads when, you know, you're growing up in the household of John Cleese. Because you're, you're in nice areas. Ice cream vans don't go to the fucking posh people's houses. Yeah, they do. Do they? Well, they make like private visits. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I am. Um, no, I always remember. I've just imagined that now. Ice cream yeah. Thursdays. Well, we always had tons. Camilla, my, the my, my da- Theobald, <laughs> come. The but ice cream man me. shall be here shortly. Okay, but. Oh, Mama, <laughs> may I have a flake this eve? Of course you may, darling. You've been incredibly good with your Latin homework. And I, then, hello, how are you, man? Everyone's like, hello, Mr. Doran. You are high, aren't like, you? A little bit, yeah. Yeah, they yeah. had chick- <laughs> did they have chicken wings in the ice cream? <laughs> drugs. They used to sell drugs out of our one. Fucking yeah. weed. That's where you get your weed. That makes sense. Yeah, I loved it. They probably have those now, food I'll get, trucks. I'll get a right? flake. Give me some of that flake. The that green sounds, flake. That sounds more like another drug, I think, too. Flake? cocaine yeah that's what that's what i was thinking yeah 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 how long did you do coke for i retired at uh <laughs> it was a good innings i retired oh, it, i had a good career yeah me too i, I gave it my all yeah. i mean anything i do i give it a hundred percent and um i just wasn't very good at it good the problem. i'm glad to hear that because yeah. that's why you're still alive and why right you can go well i thought it. i was but the police didn't so yeah. that was a problem um but I dodged. I dodged any kind of jail or, or, or police experience. Well, fuck Because you. of drugs, no. But I got. I got locked. I got. I got in a bit of trouble for fighting a couple of times with the police. I can see how people would. You don't strike me as the type to fight. <laughs> but you about to say, I you, can see how people would want to, to punch you, you in the face. No, but, <laughs> I, well, first of all, you said the other night. Yeah, I can. But that guy wasn't going to punch you because he would have got his ass. He beat. wasn't. Yeah. But I, you look like the guy that would be. In a fight, so yeah, if you true. if you were casting, I like, like fighting. You, yeah, but like I would, I mean personally, I wouldn't pick a fight with you because you're quite large and you look like you know how. Yeah, to we would fight. never have a fight. And look, never hit a you have like butt. brass knuckles. Yeah, well, thank. No, actually, you did say that there was like some exception. I feel like in your set the other night. Never, never an exception to hit a woman ever. No. Uh, if what a, about this? Actually, what if, about a woman, this? if a woman, okay. come, but I didn't say this in my set. But if a woman came at me with a, oh, no, a knife or a gun, and I had to like knock, uh, like knock it I'm aside. Sorry, I'm actually confusing you with someone that really wasn't funny, which is not nice of me. I, sh- I didn't need to tell you that part. Um, <laughs> and right. I'm not even high. But well, I will say, would it be okay? <laughs> do you think it would be okay if if I was antagonizing Brad Williams? Could he hit me? Um, I don't know who Brad Williams is. Can you Google him real quick? Yeah, absolutely. Is it a comedian? Yeah. Oh, okay. And what this person, if you were antagonizing him, would it be okay if he hit you? Yeah. Is he minuscule? Or is he he a little person? 
He's a little person. He's a little munchkin. Yeah. Um, I mean... I, or I, Nick Novicki. He's like three foot ten. I what's actually, his name? Brad Williams. Uh, yeah. Brad Williams, comedian. Um, first of all, I mean, great question. This is the like the age-old question. You know, would you rather fight a hundred um, duck-sized horses or would you rather fight one horse-sized duck? You know? <laughs> and it's like... it's. A, I really will think about that the rest of the day. I mean, I'd rather go for the one horse-sized duck, personally, because I think it's going to waddle. It's going to move no, slowly. You can get around the back is, of it. You can probably get the... Their necks are very brittle. Birds are dumb get behind as shit. It. Get it in a fucking headlock and just snap the neck. You just know what? Roll the shoulders and snap I the rode neck. horses professionally for t- for a long time. They're strong. There's not only strong, like the smaller they are. <laughs> this the, little the, guy. Oh, The man. worst attitude that they have. Or Nick Novicki, I think, is even tinier. I tried to can get I him. Can I make a point can very I, quickly? Can I tell you what I... I feel like a piece of shit. I just laughed at and went this little guy about Brad Williams, who is an actor and a comedian, very successful. He's very successful. And he's a little person. He's hilarious. And yeah. you know what? Here's the deal. He's married to a very beautiful girl. I understand it's incredibly fucking uh, regressive and unprogressive of me to laugh when I see like a little person. But I have little people that I have performed with or, yeah. you know, know in the way. I bet you know I'm Iman. I do know Iman Hadachi. Yeah, there's a photo he of me. He would have been a better example. There's a photo of me um, naked with a, a, a golf sock over my cock and balls with a rose in my teeth holding his hand and he's in a little suit with a little fedora why do little people always wear fedoras look brad william in a fedora as well but iman's so interesting because he's like completely proportionate yeah 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 you would it's we're standing hand in hand yeah and he's like looking at me all naked but i I tried to get him to do a video he'll tell me he's adorable he'll go it's funny to see little people yeah i like because we're an anomaly yeah visually and aesthetically it, he'll say that it is funny in the same way that my friend with cerebral palsy a comic back in the UK, uh, Timothy Renkow, will rag on like yeah, cere- yeah, uh, cerebral palsy and he'll rag on it and go, of course it's funny, I'm, my fucking body's spazzing out all the time. It's annoying for me, but it's funny to see. Now, I don't stand in the street and laugh at people's physical no, disabilities no, no. or I'm not going to see a little person go, <laughs> but... I like that there is something very that catches me off guard aesthetically when I see a little person. I'm like, whoa, he's so little. Yeah. And it's kind of exciting but you know what? to me. People do that to, about me. Like, I won't I'm disrespect six foot his one. physicality. Like, I won't ever grab him or no, touch no, 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 him no. or like go, hey, man, let me pick you up. I'm not a piece of shit. But I will go, it's kind of amazing to see someone with such tiny limbs. Yeah. It's fucking amazing. It is. It, 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 it really is like I was and Iman I adore and I tried to get him to do this video with me where like I was pushing him and then like he winds up like he's gonna hit me and then you pause it and you put the caption is this the one time it's okay for a man to hit a woman there you go. and he's too nice of a guy you he, know, didn't he, he didn't want to do it Unbelievable. and it's because he thought he was gonna lose the fight he, he I think he's one person I could win against Absolutely. I mean, I mean, I'm, 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 I'm definitely putting a bet on you. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. My foot is like bigger than his head. I mean, You're he's, it just he really one step is. Forward. But the thing is, it it is interesting because, and you may get some of this too. Like, I think I'm probably taller for a woman than you are for a man. Like, sure, if sure, you put sure, it sure. on the spectrum, the bell curve, you are or whatever. a very lofty lady. I'm a very lofty. I like that. How lofty. tall are you? I'm six one and a quarter. Oh wow! Yeah. I did mean, I, do I don't usually. Stuff? Say, you did my I did. Runway, yeah, 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 yeah. But you know, 
years ago. Yeah. Before Instagram and all that changed. When I used to just have a it. huge fucking ass. But ba- well, back when you actually had to look like your photographs, yeah, <laughs> because they didn't have digital yet. That's that true. Since the waist and fucking you know yeah. cover all the lines, yeah, crazy. Well, I did well during the heroin chic phase, like right, when right, that right. was was in. That was my look, and okay. now I'm f- fucked. Yeah, 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 yeah. Unless I get. Kate Moss ruined it. No, she was Pink like Doctor that. It. No, she was like my my mentor. I mean, not my mentor because I don't know her, but I still idolize her. Sure, sure. Which makes no sense, but I do love. I don't I know. She, she changed. Kate. She changed the landscape for. She was like the first. Um, one she's of one so of the. Hot she's still one of the last supermodels. Yeah, but she also. Um, she was five foot seven. You which can was, be rock and roll as fuck and yeah. be a woman in that industry. It's okay. Yeah, you don't have to just be pretty and. And you know, coy. someone said to me once, the smartest thing that she ever did was keep her mouth shut because it's so mysterious. And and if you hear her talk, it's a bit. Yeah, just, just can't it's, it's a bit disappointing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, bless her. Yeah. I, I love her. Yeah, her, yeah, her and Britney are, are like my yeah. sensual sexual. No, you don't. You, you don't get the the Kate Middleton. Well, no, she doesn't sound. Sensual. I met her a That's couple of times terrible. in passing through friends. Yeah. like Sadie I've Frost. Seen her. I used to I've hang out with Sadie Frost. Oh, we did. had a little. Oh, you did. Uh, just a tiny little dalliance for a yeah. short period of time. She wanted to experience a larger man. Oh, is she dates small guys, does she? Well, she was with Jude Law, wasn't she? Yeah, they, yeah. this was after G- her and Jude Law. Yeah, yeah. And then, um, yeah, I hung out with her a few times. And Sadie, I found to be a really lovely, kind person. I've heard just, she's lovely. We yeah. just didn't, I think, um, maybe there was a little disconnect in age. You know, she was quite a bit older than me. So is she? Even though... I, I yeah, I guess she is. She's obviously. a good, at least a good decade to 15 years older than me, at least, I think. So, um, but she's gorgeous. Beautiful, yeah. And she was even more gorgeous, you know, 10 years ago when we knew each other. But um, yeah, I'm but gonna tell her you that, said that. But, but that whole you can tell her. It's all right. Uh, I, I'm not saying anything. She's we stunning. all are. She's fucking stunning. If I can, look I was way better looking ten years ago. Yeah. <laughs> well, actually, here's the deal. I uh, don't know what you look like ten years ago. I saw a photo of myself from ten years ago, very recently, on one of those like memories or some shit yeah. on Facebook, or someone posted a photo of us, and I look like dog shit. Mm. And even though, don't get me wrong, I look older now. I think I look more handsome. As I get older, men a lot generally of men generally better, do. Right? Yeah, I I've always dated older, and I think um, and you that's like an really boy, fucking unfair, by the way. But is that because again, daddy's girl? Were you a daddy's girl at all? No, I think I just also recognized quite early on that, like, I was quite grown up in some ways, okay, not yeah, others, yeah, yeah, sure. but but like I moved around so much, and I lived in england and chicago southern illinois you were very eloquent and confident not with uh, new people or? i i was super shy growing up I mean, oh really well when i moved to the states i was like two years young for my grade i was five ten and you know 11 or 12 years old yeah yeah had such a thick british accent and i was really shy and i was like in the math club and i played the cello Oh shit! And, um, I'd never. I don't think I'd ever talked to a boy. Like I'd always in been Angeles. in girls' schools. You moved to Los Angeles. Uh, sh- well, first Southern Illinois. You want to talk about culture shock? Like to a fucking cornfield. What was Southern Illinois like? Like population. I'm not joking. It was like 1,700 people, oh, and wow. like 1,600 Fuck. had the same last name. Like Wh- it was. Why? Why were you moved to? What did you? Move my to mom was getting Illinois? remarried, and then it didn't work out. Thankfully, uh, he turned out to be a not good person oh okay but we then 
moved to Chicago downtown, which was great once I got the hang of it. But it was definitely like, you know, the kids called their teachers by their first name. And oh, like, yeah? I was used to organized recess. Like, we couldn't talk at lunch. You lived in Chi Town? Yeah. Wow. Are you gangster? I was actually. <laughs> Are you? I grew up with a lot of the mafia. Like I, sh- I actually shouldn't even go there. into that right now. I was a bad kid. I tried to be a coke dealer. I was really bad at that. Really terrible. Well, I'm not the most like cons- inconspicuous person yeah. in the world. Like this fucking I walk seven into a foot room eleven year old walking around the streets well, with little packages. It wasn't until I was like nineteen, <laughs> but yeah. Plus, like, you were doing the silly walk that your dads did in the movies, <laughs> which probably made you stand out even yeah. more. I have had to do that before, which is so fucking... Family reunions. It's actually hard. I have to train when I do it. To kick up the legs. Well, it's just, it's a lot of balance and it's a lot of weird angles, but I have the same legs as my dad, which is, it's actually kind of a good, he has good legs. Infinite even legs. For a Infinite wo- legs. Yeah. My legs are, I have, there's one place I can buy jeans. Really? I should tell you about Big them because you probably... Big and Tall? <laughs> There's two Fuck places. yourself? There's yeah, two places um... <laughs> you can buy them. Big and Tall as well. No, because that's for people who are big and tall. Can't, you, what you do is you get you get one pair of trousers from Big and Tall, then you cut them in half, right? Yeah. And then you create... Then you sew two little lines down the middle of one leg and then you do cut I up look the middle like of I it. I know how to and sew? And then boom, you got two pairs of trousers for the price of one. Big and Tall. Trust is... me. I've got them. They're yeah. a sponsor. Okay. No, they're not. Use code SAVAGE at Big and Tall for, for 50% off. Especially in the women's department. In the women's department. Only the women's department. They don't department. have one. Brasiers, that's it. We just specialize <laughs> in code My SAVAGE. mom tried to drag me in there when I was in eighth grade and I, I was like bawling in the mall. Oh I'll gosh. never forget it. It was horrible. But um, yeah, G-Star, and because they're based in Am- Amsterdam where I fit in. Right. Beautifully. I love Lots it. Lots of tall blonde ladies blonde out ladies. there, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, it's, yeah. It's wonderful. Um, but I wear twenty six thirty six. They What's don't your um, heritage actually? Because I, obviously I know your dad's British. I don't know where your mum's from, and you do look very Scandinavian. You've got a very like Nordic Scandinavian, tall, yeah, blonde. Yeah, I um, definitely feel at home in Sweden and Norway. And yeah. I, but I don't know. My mom said um, her side is like German. Her maiden name was. Sh- <laughs> They've been married so many times. Okay. Uh, Maiden name was Schilling. A Schilling. A Schilling, das yes. Schilling. So she was Schuber. German, I think a little French, maybe. Is that German Jewish? Jewish no, German? No. Schilling. Schilling. I thought we, when there's a sh in the in the it's a it's a it's a Jewish kind of I don't know, give me a like sh Schubert Schubert I don't know what You're I'm, thinking of Shabbat. No, 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 I'm not. Shabbat Shalom. Yeah, I mean, but no, like, like when, like Gersh, like when there's a sh sound in a lot of names. Gersh. Like, that's a Jewish. That's name, at it? the end of the name, though. But yeah, it's in there, though. It's like yeah, it's but that's there. like saying when I say sh, that's Jewish. <laughs> like that makes no sense. I mean, it is. If you go into a Jewish deli. And Maybe you if you put a, a few c, shish shish you're like hey, sh, and there's a c in the sh. It, I, I don't know. <laughs> that's what I was saying. Yeah, yeah I meant like okay. with a c in there. No, I don't believe there was any any Jewish. My sister's okay. Jewish. Yeah, she converted. Oh, nice. Yeah. Did she have to do a um a bat mitzvah? I don't know if she made it that far. And I, she was married. They're now divorced. She was married longer than anyone else in my family ever was. I think. But how many times has your mum and dad remarried? Um. Well, 
<laughs> my one of my favorite stand-up jokes I always say that it's really impressive. They've been married almost forty-two years to seven different people. <laughs> um, but while my mom was on number four, three, and my dad's on number four. Wow! But my mom's done. Do you, uh, do you think they're um, love addicts? Is there maybe there's a bit of love addiction? My dad there? is a hundred. Yeah, like it goes. It's funny, they never told me, my parents, that they met backstage Hollywood Bowl, married three months later, having not spent much time together. That's kind of awesome, though, as well. It is kind of awesome. But clearly didn't work out. But right. It's, but they created they, they something last, wonderful, so there you go. Thank you. I like to think so. But they they didn't want to tell me that because once they separated, they didn't want to set a bad example and so that I would rush into getting married. Sure. Which, believe me, watching them, I certainly won't. No. Um, you haven't, you've never been married? No. Okay. Like, I, I don't know if I ever want to because I could basically be a divorce lawyer at this point. Yeah, like, I've yeah, gone yeah. through so much of it with them. That's uh, very hard but it's for, funny a, because for a it's child like, growing up. So, wait, you didn't want to tell me you only dated three months but you were willing to let me believe it was my fault you got a divorce. <laughs> like, yeah, hey, my parents. And used I actually to say knew better because on a they daily hated basis, each other. They like, used to scream at each other, and then they say to us, "Oh, we're only together because of you two. Yeah, they said to my sister and I, and that fucked us up. It really. You fucked know us what's up. interesting though? Kids are so perceptive. Like, yeah. I remember when they told me they were separating, and I was like, Good. "What's the problem? Yeah. Like, Good. two Christmases? Fuck yeah! Like." I knew it was a good thing, and I was, I don't know, five, four. Yeah. Because all they did was yell at each They clearly hated each other. And knowing them as adults, and they were friends as, you know, as time went on. Sure, sure. My dad married many other people and whatever. (laughs) Um, He started a support group. But, like, knowing them as adults, you could not think of two more incompatible people. Because my dad is, like, very analytical, logical, reasoning, cognitive, like... My mom is so emotional, no right. reasoning. So there's, can't a, there's an organize. imbalance between where they're at. But and I know opposites attract, but like to the point where it would just drive they drive each other crazy. But my mom was a supermodel. My dad just got famous, so there you go. Who do you um who do you think you are turning out to be more like if you had to if you had to say one of them? I think I look more or I hope I look more like my mom. Mm-hmm. Um, like, really hope. Your dad was a good-looking lad, though. He wasn't a bad-looking guy. He doesn't have a mouth. What do you mean? Look it up. No lips. No lips. <laughs> All right, but he and was his quite, upper he was, lip. He was his, kind of a square-jawed, tall guy. No, he was a handsome man, yeah. but he's a very mass. He has an underbite. Does he? Like, actually, out. Look at a photo of him. Fucking, well, I mean, I saw it. Yeah, got a bit of a bit of a. All right. There's a reason he has a mustache. Let's just. It brings out the top of the face. Well, no, because he has the longest upper lip you've ever seen. Really? He. uh, Yeah, yeah, okay, I can see that. I always thought he kind of that was like a characterization with various characters a little bit. It was like, you know. Well, the Gumbies. I don't know if you remember that Monty Python character. I don't. It's basically Trump, and but they have like a handkerchief on their head, and they're like. And they're yeah, um, they're really. Uh, it's one of my dad's finest performances, finest but it is funny. Um, How does a young lady who's going into comedy herself and acting herself go? Okay, well, look, I want to pay 
uh, you know, the respect that is deserving to my my father as a performer because he's obviously no, had in great success. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, though? You, no, I be, do. I love him and I, I'm so proud did. of him. Yeah. And uh, continues to do, you know, as a, as a, as a working actor and, and, and comic. Pink Panther, too. But and exactly, yeah. He's done amazing <laughs> stuff. But you know what I'm I saying? Always bring, we have a running joke. That's how I introduce him when I work with him. You may remember like, him from such You know as... him from Pink Panther too. Give it up for John Cleese. And it pisses him off to know. That is funny though. I like that. Um, but then another part of it is also you have to make sure that to be taken seriously, to be able to do your work your own way, you have to distance yourself enough and go, all right, well, all right, my I father try. is this person, but this is who I am as a performer. Because yeah. I'm, I'm friends with um, uh, Kaylee as well. Uh, Chevy uh, oh, Chase's right. daughter. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we're very good friends. Did you see that picture when we introduced our dads? F- I did. Is that the first time rap? we met? Yeah. I'm and surprised so, by that. They'd both just done this like Crocodile Dundee movie or something. Right, okay. Like, I, I was like, what are you doing? I, the new I, who one. Who knows? I, I didn't know anything about it. Yeah, they're it. redoing it, yeah. But they were never on set at the same time. And um, Kaylee texted me saying that they were working on it together. And then she's like, oh, no, wait, they're not going to see each other. And we had this whole prank planned out, which I won't even go into, but it is quite funny. Uh, but they, I guess they wanted to meet. And so Kaylee and I set up this brunch and they both, it, it was pretty hilarious. That's like a couple it, of old comedy rock stars. Quite, yeah. Because they both, and this is the, the little, like, I, I've never met your father, so I don't, and yeah. I've actually never met, Chevy Chase either, but um, Kaylee's so great. But we both serve the same role to our dad. It became it became very. It's part daughter, part Part full time assistant, (laughs) part a mother, part therapist, part Part life support machine. Everyone's getting all the visceral sounds on this podcast. Yeah, plane going over. I'm going to leave the window open. I quite like it, and the breeze is nice. It's too hot otherwise. Um, but I apologize for, I I feel like it's nice. You're literally here in my front room with me, listeners. Yeah. Um, but the meeting of those two guys who actually, as far as I know from the industry, now I know Chevy certainly pissed a lot of people off over the course of his career. Your dad hasn't as far, like he doesn't have. Have you seen his Twitter lately? Oh, no, I haven't. But in terms of, well, there you go. So that's as little as I know, but. I never should have taught him how. Really? He started talking about the world. And I mean, well, look. You know. Not the world, the British press. That's all. He antagonizes them on a daily basis. Oh, really? And I went and did Edinburgh like an idiot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that was really fun. Well, what my point being, they no, both, I, they're, I both, they're both yeah. rock and they're both rock and roll yeah. enough that they they're they like were legends, but in they're also, their own respective yeah, countries. But also yeah. two people that a lot of people were a little bit intimidated by. Mm-hmm. Those two meeting for the first time is quite fucking. That's quite more. It was quite quite funny. I. And they're both a little bit, they're at that age now where, A, they give zero fucks. I don't think they gave any fucks before, but like sure. they give less than zero fucks, which is a yeah, little yeah, bit yeah. frightening sometimes. But they're also, they kind of live in their own little planets. Yeah. Like they're a little <laughs> disconnected from like... I'd be a little worried that they, they would have both been, f- not fighting for the limelight, but both it would be, they're both, they're both big characters. So I'd be like, oh God, are they going to sort of, Pay pay homage to each no, other. They, or they're gonna... What's funny is they were much more sort of respecting of each other, and you know sometimes you. I've found that when my dad meets a, a lot of those guys that like, um, I mean when they did the Monty Python reunion at the O2, I flew back to London, and you know there's a stadium of people that worship my dad, and I wasn't alive for for um, Monty Python. Okay, like, so. 
I never got to see the reaction or any of the live shows. And to see, like, I think it was sixteen to 18,000 people sold out repeating the lines, the love in the room, chanting. Yeah. Is it like I was. Oh, it's an, they're an institution of comedy. I mean. Globally. I got so sentimental, which I never do, by the yeah. way. I'm British at heart. We don't cry. And, we don't cry. Do oh, we? I cried every every intermission. I And he'd be like, why are you crying? All right, wake me up in 15 minutes. And I'm like, you're taking a nap? There's 60,000 people. I like, napping. But he's. He's just done it for so long. I can't long. wait to have I can but take they had a nap. So much success. fun That's doing what I it. want. I want to, I want to be successful enough where I can take a nap backstage. Well, where your adrenaline isn't going when you walk off the stage from that kind of like standing ovation yeah. and you're like, I'm just gonna doze for ten minutes. Yeah. But come on, he's an old boy. He needs a little nap every now and then. That was probably tiring. Uh he had to have someone change his socks. Like <laughs> they added musical. No, he didn't have to have someone do it. He wanted someone to do it. No, he had to because he hasn't worn socks. He refuses to wear socks. He hasn't in 30 years or something like that. Really? Even to black tie shit. It drives me insane. What does he just wear? Just like shoes? He wears the same outfit every day. Amazing. And I I like steal it and wash it and put it back. I I can't. (laughs) Sandals? He just doesn't care. What were you talking? What's he rocking? Jesus sandals? bedroom slippers but they're like nice enough to get him a pair of fucking crocs no (laughs) because he'll fall in love and then i'll be in trouble like then i won't be able to get him he'll be an internet meme in like 24 hours uh, there'll be a huge a huge huge reburst of sales amongst young that there'll be a whole new generation that is in love with him he'll go and do a a big speaking tour no i don't want him to get another wife you can open up you can do the open you can do the i don't i never open for you never perform with your dad i interview him when they do shows where there's a QA and a because the audience submits questions and I, I'm very good at... You know what he will and won't want to talk about. Well, I know all his jokes and anecdotes so I can set him up to make him look like some kind of comedic genius. There you go. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. He doesn't, every he doesn't need that, but I, I may woman. have written some of those jokes myself and and we have fun and he like throws glasses of water at me and we argue and fight and i storm off stage and half the, the time enjoys it. and i i because he'll do this whole bit about don't have children get cats and then i'm like my dog's backstage you want him to interview you and i bring my dog and i put my dog on the stage and i leave there you go what and does the dog get out of him anything good any good material well my dog hates him so it's really funny because <sighs> my dog can't turn right he's not an ambi turner so my dad tries Hang on, hang on, hang on. That's the fucking plot of Zoolander. I know. That's not real life. It is real life. Your dog can't turn right. No. I what, mean he can if you happen- force what, what him. What happens if he start if he tries to go for it? Does he just spaz he'll out? He'll start and to, to the left? but then like right at the last minute he'll just flip around to the left. Is it a muscle thing? Is it like what the fuck causes? My brother's that? a vet and um it it could be neuro- neurological, like someone had thrown him out a second story window before I got him. He was a pound and a half. How That's do you, really how do, you do that to something? Because you're that, a sociopath. Like a baby, I, if, if I could so, understand. If you 100%. if you find like, someone throwing puppies out windows, they you, should you be to, thrown out of well, a they, fucking apart from getting, airplane. Well, as apart far from as getting in trouble with the law for what they've done. They should also be psychologically evaluated because that's the beginning of a no, serial killer. No, they should killer. just be run over. That's the beginning of a serial killer. It is. If you can hurt animals like that, you can hurt people like that. That's Animals find. are born with hearts of gold and innocence. Yeah, exactly. I could never harm an animal. Make no. love to one. I mean, yeah. Spiders. Sure. You know what I mean? Take it out for dinner. Sing to it. Serenade it. 
Maybe like a llama, a an alpaca, wing? something that can defend itself, okay, something that can say no, so you can get consent. Be careful. We can get okay, consent as well. Can I just you. tell you? Like, Sorry, I didn't. Can I just tell you though? I am the best at naming farm animals. Like you'll never. I know. Look, I wish there was more demand for it, but <laughs> this is a um, very specific niche I know, no, ability. But you named alpacas and llamas, and I can't not say this because these are the best animal names. Go. Alpacas. We had three. Green Bay Paca. Like it. Overpaca. There you go. Fudge. Like, I, I see where you're going. I just called him Fudge and my dad was like, I don't get it. And I was like, good. Perfect. <laughs> but they used to have sex a lot on the front lawn. And Love then it. the llamas were Dalai Lama. Little obvious. Okay. Komote Lama. Komote Lama, like that. Which is hilarious. Especially when the guy looking after it is Mexican and doesn't speak English. Because they feel like, can you get Komote Komote como te llama and he's like it's como te llama i'm like i know he's like <laughs> he's like pero como wow. como te llama la llama just a little little light racism in the in the in the racism no, 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 no. no this, were, this was like that would have been like old school back when people were allowed to laugh at the world yeah kind of exactly I can't get away with But you realize in this anything. day and age, you probably have to release no. a public I, statement on Twitter apologizing. I have a hate campaign. That you, against you? Uh-huh. Why? I'm quite proud of this. You'll, uh, Who have you upset? Shortman. Oh, that's why you brought up Brad Williams now. See, it's a, No, 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 but it's not about... He's not short. He's a little person. He's, he's a, a little actually person. a very tall little person. Yeah, he is actually. Um, Super fucking lot. Amongst the tall little people community, they're like, oh, what's, what's, what's the weather like up there, Brad? And he's like, yeah. I mean, it's an inch warmer than where you are. It's funny because <laughs> the same bit that got me this hate campaign, one, one day there were four little people sitting in the front row when I did this bit. Oh, my God. Right. And I started doing it and I realized they were there and I was like, you know what? Fuck it. They're going to write a blog. They loved it. They were dying laughing. Yeah. It, which so, is quite funny because for little people, you think a lot of the jokes would you, go over their head, but. <laughs> I do a whole thing about <laughs> dating a shorter guy and I'm like, I can see past it. Like, I, <laughs> I like it. I like it. It's. <laughs> I like it. The little things don't matter. I can see know? past it. it just, I mean, him. I, have, I mean, like, it, so, him. Yeah, same thing. Him. Uh, but I used to do this bit about how guys under five foot eight are responsible for most of the, the misery in the world, which fucking short man complex Napoleon yeah. complex yeah look at all the dictators right all of them Napoleon Hitler Genghis Khan Stalin Tom Cruise Justin Bieber <laughs> Oscar Pistorius were, oh, there you go never killed anyone until he was under five foot eight <laughs> that's very that's funny that's a great joke that there, is right? a great joke that is a great children, joke children tiny little terrors anyway it that went is on. a great joke yeah the whole reason I did it was for the Pistorius line obviously there like, you go I couldn't resist yeah well is that punching down? I guess if he doesn't have his legs attached. He yeah. murdered someone. Now it's punching down if he hasn't got his legs on, right? Yeah. But I can make fun of him even though he's He's also disabled, a fucking murderer, yeah. Because he's a murderer. And released now, right? He got out really quickly. I hope they released him without his blades. <laughs> See, you have to just roll around every Then night. he got out that really slowly. That way hopefully slowly. he can't catch you, yeah. Do you know what I mean? I do love that Jim Jeffries bit of him going to the safe. Have you seen no, that? No, he drags himself along the floor. Uh, he does the gun control thing. Well, you got to watch that part. because He's doing Oscar's Pistorius getting his gun out of the, of, of the safe without his blades on. Wow. You have to. I can't I got to watch it now. Nah, I got to see it. Yeah. I don't watch much stand up when I'm not working. But like that is. Do you find yourself enjoying Commonwealth comedy? You know, 
Commonwealth. Well, like British co- comics and Australian and... I do. You know, I think... I, my sense that? of humor, I think, is more British. You can probably tell. Like, I, I, I gravitate towards slightly darker, more um, subtle humor in yes, some ways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I, I'm never going to be talking super fast, jumping around the stage and blah, or talking about my vagina, anal sex. Oh, that's all the fun Sorry. stuff. I love anal sex and vagina jokes. From women? Because that's never been done. Yeah, I don't know. I love a bit of it. Look, I if like, it's funny like, enough to warrant going there... I like clever there, sexual jokes. That's what I mean. Like, if it's funny enough to warrant going there, go there. Go anywhere. I have a bit of material which is about me wanting to talk about being an immigrant and not being able to vote mm. in anything. Yeah. You know, and so I relate to the midterm elections as the most recent thing. How does this relate but then to I, anal I, sex? Well, this is it. So I, so I reduce <laughs> the concept of being an immigrant and not having the power to vote as to being um, the husband in cuckold pornography. Mm. And the idea that like I know something huge is about to come into my life. A lot of people are about to get fucked and I just have to hope enough black guys show up to swing things in my favour. And it's, it's like it's a so good analogy. It yeah, is, like, and it's like a, it's a funny, ridiculous, a unique concept. Like no one's gonna have that parallel to, line of thought to wrap their head around. But exactly, there's a few stages to it, and there's also a bit where I know as soon as I say like black guys showing up to swing things in my favor, clearly that's because cuckold pornography is predominantly black men fucking a white man's wife. You know, yeah. that's the setup. And also because I'm I wish more likely, I didn't just agree with that, like I knew. But it's true. <laughs> You've watched it. We've all watched it. We've, we've all, all we've all been in it. We've all we've all downloaded it. We've all paid for it. We've all staged I've never it. paid. We've for all it. asked our closest family members to recreate it. Listen, the point is, I did learn about sex from that. Did you ever see the meaning of life? Well, I was going to say about that last point okay. is that it basically it was it's a progressive concept that I'm going to be more likely to vote like people of color, mm. and people in the audience as soon as they hear the word black men coming out of a white straight man's voice they're like <gasps> uh, they don't know they they don't oh, they don't I even listen it. to the joke because they are a little bit worried that something racist is about to happen it's like no 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 it's actually the polar opposite of that I, if you listen so to the joke it's so crazy how those buzzwords tighten people up fuck yeah like, nowadays yeah i i used to do a bit about my one stepbrother who we don't get along at all and he grew up in Texas Fuck that and guy. he's yeah and he's Ugh. like a misogynist like trump loving gun toting and he's colorblind right like he can't see color don't get me wrong <laughs> super but fucking he, racist but, but he say, yeah like he sees you knew it was coming in every way like, except, yeah. he sees one color skin color but there like there you go I got him a Rubik's Cube for Christmas. <laughs> but like just saying the word like he's super racist. People. Yeah. Does that mean you are as well? What does that mean? No, I've, I don't care. Can you catch racism? People, are, I think this is the problem is that people are too, um, too worried about virtue signaling all the time to go like, hey, look at me. I'm a good person. Hey, I hate all these bad things. It's like. You should. That should be your yeah. normal default state. You don't have to constantly tell everyone you're okay. But then that even extends to comedy that someone will be like, I won't laugh at this joke, even though the concept is progressive, because I'm worried that if I laugh, people will think I'm on board with an idea that could be misconstrued as potentially not progressive. Oh. Which is so many layers of fucking thought about something funny. And that's why I love performing in black comedy rooms, because black audiences will literally go, this shit's funny, let me laugh. Yeah. And then let me think about how it could be interpreted after the fact when I care to think about it. It's, it's like, never them that get offended by those jokes. I like I, I have a whole bit about getting set up with I've been set up with so many NBA players and I'm like Oh really? Well 
the six one thing, and I think it's kind of hilarious because I'm like. Do NBA players generally love tall women because they're tall? Is that like a thing they're into? No, I'm pretty sure they're into like short, curvy women, as far as like, or at least now. This is a long time ago, but well, I. Well, it's predominantly black guys. You're saying so. Predominantly black guys are not necessarily going to be tall into tall white women. Yeah, with no ass. With no ass. Well, it's it's there, but it's not. <laughs> it's not. It's not an ass it's not it's like it's a, it's a, a bum car- it's a bum it's a bum it's a bum it's, it's a, a british bum. bum it's, it's a just cute it's british like bum. a happy british it's bum. got a little top hat it's <laughs> got a mustache it's like hello how are no you mustache. i'm just a lovely no 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 i don't like body hair no no okay no no mustache it has uh, it has a beautiful smooth lips and it's like hello if you part your cheeks it's like good morning <laughs> cheerio how on earth have you been had a wonderful poop earlier on don't I shouldn't really talk about we, it now. We, women don't poop, polite. darling. I, far, I farted some rose petals earlier on. They don't fart Whereas either. like an ass is like, hey, what's up? Yeah. I'm an ass. Yeah. Yeah, look at my blubbly, blubbly yeah. assness. And, and like, in Photoshop, yeah. it looks great. And then you see in real shit, life so and you're shit. like, why is it so... Tiny. I, I, I sound... Well, and like... And like lumpy. Do you hate you hate the the false nature of social media posts? I hate it. It makes me very uncomfortable. But you must again, and this is like a, an unfortunate knock on from being um, the child of someone who has uh, social status. That you you would be around a lot of people who are always smiling and saying yes because they want to please, you know, him, not yeah. me. Yeah, but you're the daughter. Like if you're on set and walking around, you get a lot on. of yes people and a lot of like. Most people don't know though, because I really well, we don't look enough alike for it to be that obvious. Thank you. Got to grow the moustache out. See, yeah. got to start getting a bit of body hair. I, I've done that before for shows, unfortunately. Yeah, not my proudest moments, but <laughs> it's not even a funny joke. Um, it is dressing I, up in a silly outfit is always funny. It is, but like when you have to imitate your dad all the time, like it's a bit weird. Sure. Yeah. 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 But my mom wasn't as funny to imitate, so. You can make loads of money out of it. If you turn it to some kind of sexual skew, you'd be like, I will dress up no, as okay, John Cleese. No, okay, let's just not. Let's, <laughs> let's just, so, how about sports? 10,000 uh, for the night. <laughs> and I'll do the silly walk. Yeah, I, I get way underpaid when I tour with him. I'll tell you that much. But, um. And that's always my joke when he's like, don't have children. I'm like, who else are you going to underpay to go on the road with you and live on a fucking bus with you? That's true. I live on a bus. Were you? Was it inevitable that you would end up being a performer, do you think? Not at all. No? I thought I was going to ride horses professionally the rest of my life. And then he was like, no, I wasn't kidding about university. So I went to uni for, uh, I think I did two years. My mom got sick. Did you go to university in America or in the UK? I went to UC Santa Barbara. Okay. Occasionally, not that often. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and when my mom got sick the first time I left and looked after her, and then when I was going back, my dad got asked to do a one-man show in New Zealand okay. and asked if I would write it with him. And nice. I was like, that's pretty weird. And but pretty cool, though. then I realized he can't type and I can make coffee. So, And I don't think either of us anticipated what I would contribute to it, but... I always used to sit in when he was writing as a kid because I enjoyed it. It was funny, you know, it was cool. It's so funny how you and Kaylee are so similar in the sense of like, often I think for these uh, incredibly alpha and strong character comedy, men of comedy, 
very often George Carlin was the same with his daughter. Often, I know Kelly. Yeah. Often the daughter is the only person who can really calm, um, moderate, manage yeah. that man. I hate to say like. And that's no What's that's no word? disrespect. Manip- By the way, that's no, no, no disrespect to these on, men. Though. You know, like I'm not it's saying it's just that- they love their their daughters, and they're we know them well enough to know they're very different from a normal person of that age. Mm-hmm. Like they, here's the thing, and they can't help it. Like my dad is very grounded and cool for someone who's been famous for 50 years. But does when, he still enjoy comedy? Does he still like? Yeah. Does, when he come and see you do I mean, stand up. He will at Comedy of Magic. Have you ever performed? I, I I I, he, I he, actually don't get booked there because really? um uh, yeah I, uh, one of the a couple of friends have recommended I should go there and said it's a great club and you know he'd like the guy would like you a lot if he saw you perform. Um, but I sent an email over, but I didn't get a response because uh, one of my other friends said that he was told a, a st- I, I got in a fight at the Comedy Center in my first six months of being in in mm. America. Uh, an audience member got kicked out for being drunk and disorderly and then waited outside for me. And when I came out, I got that sucker punched. That's fair, though. Yeah, and I defended myself and I opened his fucking head up. So it wasn't good. And I got in a little bit of trouble for it. You know, for a couple of months, I wasn't booked to the cellar and stuff. But then they had me back. But this, some comic has talked to this guy. Oh, yeah, Jeff Leach gets in fights with audience members and blah, blah, blah. And told this guy, so he just doesn't want to even look at my stuff. Which sucks, right? Okay, you Oh fuck! I forgot we're on camera. <laughs> you know what I'm saying though. It's like it's because kind of I, someone you should I, be working. You know, there. you know what it is. Some guy in comedy is threatened and insecure about who he is. Shocking. And when oh fuck that Jeff Leach guy, and that's okay. That's all right. I've I've had that happen shockingly with the women. A yeah, lot. yeah, yeah, yeah. You just get on with the it. Women just be funny. Funny, funny's funny. Funny is funny. It wins out. I think if as long as you're funny and like fuck it. If if I got upset every time someone treated me like an asshole without ever having a conversation with me or because they are like f- feel well, threatened. people have preconceived notions. Like, A, if you're British. I dress British, like a douchebag. I'm big. I wear jewelry, the <laughs> peacocking. No, I do. I know I know yeah. what it is. But I'm also the height, happy. You don't have the friendliest face when you're not smiling. Oh, really? Is, it's a compliment. Oh, no, no, no. It's like... <laughs> I, I didn't mean, know that one. Fucking... It, it kind of is though. Like, I think most attractive people, unless they're like plus size models, like they don't look super happy if they're not smiling. Like they don't. Right. They don't look friendly. Look a bit, ser- a bit too serious. Like I look off. like a fucking cunt when I'm not. Smiling. <laughs> Do you have resting bitch face? I have resting cunt face. Like, sorry, I still use that in the British sense. Where like, I love a bit of cunt. Don't worry. It's one of my favorite words, and I hate that I can't say it with an American accent. You have to put on a British accent when yeah. you say it. Yeah, I just say cunt. <laughs> yeah. Absolute cunt. A- absolute. Frightfully cunty. Frightfully cunty. You sound so literally so cunty. It's unbelievable. I wonder if we would have liked each other in our twenties, because I used to know, like I say, a lot of the the kind of Primrose Hill set and all those kind of, you know, without being. I hope you don't don't take this as a, you know, um, uh, an insult. But the, the rich kids, the rich fucking kids, all had famous. I parents, never right? hung out with them. But I knew. I knew people in that world. We we and, should um, talk after, I'm sure. Yeah, but I wonder if you hated that group or if you clearly... I never felt like I fit in. Yeah. Which is weird. Like, I always gravitated growing up from a young age. I would latch onto a family that oftentimes would, you know... I'm not saying, like, living in poverty, but, like, sure, lower sure, middle sure. class. A lot of kids, people around all the time. Because otherwise, I was just at home by myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Like, occasionally with my... 10 year older brother supposedly watching me but 
he you know was having parties at the house and it was like, fingering girls yeah with big rings with rings on as well no i don't think he wears rings not anymore he lost well them all. he's married now so he lost them all yeah in the fingering i um god i miss fingering that's a great thing isn't it people don't do that anymore no not really not even foreplay i, I mean we do older people do it i just think like a lot of young people They've forgotten about it. It's, well, it's internet porn is absurd. It's when was the last time you've it. ever seen a pornography that ever had fingering in it? I've seen a couple. Really? Shit. you got to send me the links. I feel like it's like, suck a dick. Oh, eat a pussy but for like two seconds. The, the interesting thing I've noticed is that, and maybe this is partially why I gravitate towards dating older guys, because the generation... They can, only, they can of, only finger because they can't get erections anymore. Oh, we have there's Viagra. For I need that. to get. I need to get. Hymns. By the way, I, I flushed my dad's down the toilet. But um, you what? Sorry, nothing. You flushed what? <laughs> my dad's down the toilet. Can you edit that oh out? Oh my god! I don't want to think about it. You no, know? sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You understand. You got to get a bit of that. Hey, I, I think I'm about but, three three years off that. What? Getting a bit of Viagra for the it weekend. Can be fun. Whoop, oh, it, one of them. It can be fun even if you don't need it though. I've taken it once when I was uh, I was filming a documentary about um about male escorting and I became an escort for one client. It was some chick at a strip club who used to watch my TV shows. And so she hired me 300 pounds an hour, I did 2 hours and fucked it. But I took Viagra for that because yeah. you know, I'm doing a job and I right. needed and it was all part of the program as well, but but I took Viagra, had great sex. And then um, I had more... And was that according to you or her? Both of us. Yeah, we both really enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah. uh, no, I did my job, yeah. which technically it was that night. And then I had this... Um, and I had the rest of the pack. So for a little while, every now and then, I'd like take one in on a crazy weekend. If a girl was like, yeah. you know, super sexy and wanted to come back, and I'd be like, hey, I got some Viagra. Do so you want to fucking... And I'd pop that and then just yeah. fucking... All but night it, long. it goes a long time. Like, yeah, a long if, time. If you're young. Especially like, if you're doing drugs as well at the time. So I was doing a lot of yeah. cocaine. And then cocaine and Viagra will make you feel like you're about to die. Yeah, a I'm lot. sure. Because, <laughs> but the problem... I, I See, I never did that. And I don't take Viagra and for obvious reasons. And I haven't done Because you're a fucking loser, bro. <laughs> I'm, just I'm just joking. Yeah, I know you are. Because usually it's the other way around. Um, but... Like, I can't imagine doing both, but it does cure the issue that you have when you do too much cocaine and try to have sex. So. When women take Viagra, it's it does um, increase the the sensitivity of the clitoris. Really? Yeah. I don't think I need that. If uh, do you reckon if there was an over the counter like there is with Viagra, an over the counter or oh, that's prescription Viagra, right? Still. Yeah. Still prescription. Not but if there was, to- if women could go to their um, local GP, their local doctor, you know, and just say, uh, my boyfriend, my husband, my partner doesn't really get me off. Can you, can I get prescribed some simplistic pills that I can just take before a sexual experience that will heighten my sensitivity and experience to make me enjoy this sex that I think is a bit mediocre? Uh, would you think women would take that or would they just continue to go like, I'm with a terrible guy, I should just dump him and find someone who I'm sexually compatible with? That's a good question. I mean, I feel like I'm quite different from a lot of girls and I don't necessarily mean that in a good way, but like... You refuse to have an orgasm. Quite the opposite. <laughs> but I refuse, I refuse to 
to fake it, certainly. Yeah, fuck it. Because that's, you. You that's not doing yourself any favors. And you're not helping that guy out no. either. Because if he doesn't know he's... Especially if you're in a relationship, because then he's going to think that that's what he has to do every time. <sighs> yeah. I, I think a very... Like, you know, my partner and I, we have a very open di- dialogue and very dis- uh, frank discourse about It's really we weird need. having sex with someone that doesn't talk. Yeah. Like, should say anything. Well, it's, that's childish. Say, though. That's childish relationships, something. isn't it? But... This this was the point I wanted to make. Mm-hmm. So we're, we're on the cusp of that generation that came up with, like internet porn was just starting, but we were already old enough to sort of have a sense of like morality and like- And also a sense of the exploration, that yeah. sweetness. Like I'd already had sex before yeah. I saw- you know, Hardcore inter- pornography, yeah. yeah, me too. But so for the first time ever, I dated a guy that was two years younger than me and I'd known him for years and like I was, I, I don't know why. Like, I, I was bored. I was like, okay. Like, he was this fun. We were friends. We're like, let's, we hook up. And literally within 30 seconds, he's choking me. Oh, like, wow. He just goes right for, and I fucking punched him. Cause like, you don't open with like. Opening with a choke is a very, I mean, that's. from porn. Like, I mean, that's like say, a big. It's not MMA. Slow it down, fella. Well, what would he do if I did that to him? I mean, he might put you in a sleeper hold. No, <laughs> I don't know. I have bigger brothers. Some than great you footwork. I don't, I don't but, know. But what I mean is, like, it's it's become the norm and porn. You never see the girl choke the guy unless you're into fetish. Like, I mean, there's some websites. Yeah. Okay. Um, but I understand what you're saying. I understand what you're saying. He just clearly was young enough that he sort of just thought that was an acceptable thing to open yeah, with. Yeah, and the jackhammer, which is definitely the not, choking oh, and the jackhammer. Too like, fast. Men fuck too fast. Yeah. A lot. And then can I come on your face? Oh wow. Yeah, that's bold. That's bold. It, it, that was not the same, the same encounter, but that was the last encounter. When I was a young, I, young, I don't young understand man, the appeal of that. Well, Do you know I, what a fucking pain in well, the ass? Well, hang on a sec. First of all, I, I talked about unless in, in you're the, handing me two thousand dollars after. No, the previous. First of all. Don't put a price on it because there, there are people. There are people going to DM you now and go, "Hey, hey, hey, I've got two gay. <laughs> Where are we doing this?" Um, but also, um, there is an element of. I think that it takes a lot of time to get to a place where you can have that conversation. Oh, and that's the thing. Like, it can be fun to get a little, a little rough and whatever. But you have to have a level of trust. Fuck yeah! Before you go. Like, also, he's an idiot. That motherfucker's going to get me too in a heartbeat as well because he's going to do that to someone who will go, hey, you, I categorically have to give you permission beforehand yeah. to even put your hands around my throat and now I'm going to the police because I feel that you've assaulted me. He will. That will happen. No, I know. And I shouldn't have rolled my eyes, but it's like it is it, – it's got so overblown now. I mean, there's – It's an overcorrection. It needed to happen. But you got to admit it's pretty funny. Like they did not think through that hashtag. Pound me too. Yeah. Hashtag is pound. Yeah. Hashtag is also read as pa- pound me too. I know. I didn't think it has a very him. different connotation. I like how you're going into bits as well, even now during It's this. not a bit. <laughs> I don't do it on stage because I know someone else already thought of it. Yeah. Like, it's one of those jokes, you know, it's too g- good and too obvious. Like, you, someone's, someone's, it, yeah. someone's already The fat it. Jewish has already retweeted it. Yeah. Without, and t- taking the other person's name out yeah. of it. Yeah. He's already done it. For sure. Yeah. I mean, um, I just think, I think, I think, uh, without going down a wormhole of, of, I could you know, talk sex about it too much, conversation. I don't want to. Well, and also, yeah, and like we've got to sort of wrap it. So I, I think there's, I think 
the overcorrection, like you say, is a thing that had to happen. And I'm glad that it's made men who would behave in an overtly um, uh, aggressive way sexually have to second guess everything they do. Because uh, uh, hopefully less of that shit will happen now because men will be like, oh, fuck, maybe I should ask permission for everything I do. Now, I also think that there's a natural understanding, an unspoken understanding when two people are being intimate, where you should be able to just tell that someone is comfortable in what's happening because they're responding in a in a way Unless that you're suggests... you're a sociopath or a psychopath or autistic it. and you can't read. Yeah. And also, I think there's areas of grey because I know there's crazy fucking women in the world who will use who a are, social movement like that to make false claims. Well, they're and almost those people should be. They fucking are and they should be behind bars too. And that's what bothered so me about it because I felt like the that hashtag not the movement but the hashtag that got associated with it made it a cool bandwagon to sure. jump on sure you shouldn't well, want to be on that i don't bandwagon. even know if it's like just bandwagon i think there was a i think there was a huge amount of people right. who just went i've never been able to fucking actually publicly say this right and i know i know without a shadow of a doubt and i think it's i've i've actually accepted at this point now because i've had enough of i've had so many conversations with women predominantly about this that I've reached a point now where I go, what I thought was the majority of men, the behavior of a majority of men, I thought most men, I'm a, I'm a little dirtbag. I, I fucking lick a butthole and do some crazy shit. But I'm yeah. like, I never, I can never hurt, physically hurt a woman right. or do something that she didn't want to do, you know? Uh, and I think there's like an element where I thought most men were like that. I'd go like, no. hey, there's plenty of men who are just a little bit cheeky, but they won't ever actually physically assault a woman. And now I'm realizing, actually, I think there's probably... I think Americans are worse. It could even be half-half. You know, it could be like as many men who will do creepy shit. And they think they're okay because it's just like, ah, I'm just shouting at a chick in the street. But it's like, yeah, that chick walking home down a dark road and you're the guy shouting out the window. Uh, that's fucking scary for her. Like, that's really scary. Oh, don't so, get me started on scary shit that's happened later. You know, and that's the lightest form of shit. So I actually have reached a point well, now where I think I've accepted that actually there's probably as many piece of shit men as there are good men, but there are still good men who I think outweigh, could outweigh them, you know. And, but I also think it's unfair to lump everyone in the same category because there's a big yeah, difference yeah, in my book between a predator and a pervert. Yeah. Louis C.K. Louis C. pervert. Louis is a pervert. Yeah. Harvey Weinstein predator. Yeah, thank yeah. you. Aziz Ansari, nothing. just like you he know, couldn't just, rape a turtle. Uh, no, he's just a like, shit he's... date. He's a shit date. That's what he is. And that girl is a piece of shit. She was with her boyfriend. I know, I know, right? I, know yeah. Yeah. I know the whole story. I mean, it's probably. a joke. Yeah, but people want attention, and he, and that's what the bandwagon thing, like you know, that upset me because it's backfiring. Mm. I heard from a good friend well, who's it can a big real TV times, executive. Yeah. They're like, we're just not hiring women. It's dangerous. Oh, really? Yeah. Fuck, I feel like now everything's... everything. If it's not fronted by, you know, a woman or a person of color or someone from the LGBTQ community, um, it, you won't I'm see not it talking about the talent. Oh, yeah. I'm talking about the the executives. Like the, being very selective, yeah. Yeah, right. like, I, because all... Everyone, It'll calm down. Five more years... The narcissism in the society We're going to find right a now. balance. In five more years, we would have gone... So far I, the that way, that come, yeah, it's going to come back to a balance. Yeah, and I, I hope, I hope, I that, hope, I hope, I hope. Yeah, but but I also hope that men remember. I don't want to seem like I'm not hateful of men. I think men are wonderful, and I, I love alpha I love men. men. I love being alpha, and I think I'm always with the boys. Like I feel more comfortable with them in a lot of ways. Yeah, 
I love men. I just love men. Cap of pride. And oh, God, chicken I love wings men. and I love eating the them gym, together and getting blowjobs at, at halftime. I love smelling men. That was men. a callback to his. I love tasting men. I love men. I think men are great. However, I do hope the lessons we sort of learn. Well, I think a lot of it too is the narcissism that's been created by social media and this sense of celebrity or entitlement that people have, men in particular. Everyone wants to be a public figure. Well, but (laughs) these guys that have a lot of money think that they can do it because there are girls and it's partially some women's fault because they will allow... Gravitate towards men because of power yeah. and money and fame. Like, I'm always... And then be ter- surprised if they're a piece of shit and a little bit, you know, predatory. I had a guy come pick me up on a date and he he was driving like a Lambo in fucking West Hollywood. I don't even know what that is. A Lamborghini. Oh, a Lamborghini. Okay. <laughs> See, that's how like I, and I, I just never, I got a Toyota I went back Corolla my, 2001. It's so I went back I up in brake, my apartment. I was like, I can't, sound. I can't get in that car. Like, right. I, we're in West Hollywood. Like, what's the fucking point? You're clearly trying to show off how much money you have. You're entitled. That to me is a red flag. Like, Hang on though, in, and you have question. a small penis, obviously. So ah, uh, well, see that. That's a, that's the question because like I've met guys who have really fancy cars. Yeah, but you don't cool drive dudes. them yeah. to pick up a girl on a first date. I mean, when yeah, if he wants you're to impress going you. in a thirty mile per hour zone, but he's impressing the wrong kind of girl because I'm not impressed by money. I'm impressed by quality, talent, intelligence, and being hot. There you go. What if he turned up on a on the on horseback? Well, he wouldn't. Milady, and you looked out the window, and he was there. He wouldn't ride as well as I do. Ooh. That's a double entendre, I know. But there's actually a music video of me galloping down a Sunset Boulevard on a horse bareback to find the love of my life. And then he gets on the horse with me. And he's so terrified. And you can tell. And it's so funny. I'm kind of into that. I want to see it. Um, I horse rode for 14 years. Of course. You're British. Yeah. It's a very common thing there. Is it? I think of a certain. I think it was my parents' attempt to push us into the middle class. But it's also a lot more affordable. Like for here, it's. Oh yeah, it was cheap back then, and I uh, switched out for rugby and uh, to play rugby on the weekends for the wasps team. Better for that, yeah. No, I was great at horse riding. I'm sure. I like really enjoy riding horses. I don't kick the horse. I just squeeze in the right place. That's because your legs are massive. And also, when you get to that level where you know how to ride a horse, where you just go and just the right little squeeze can go from. Yeah, Stand I know. still to cancer. You know, where yeah. I know that other people just yeah. banging it. Watch the video. You'll I see. I want to be a cowboy so badly, skills. Camilla. I, I miss it. I did a little stunt riding even, but that's, I can't do that anymore. I've had too many brain injuries. Really? <laughs> well, not brain injuries. A few knocks but like, head. Hemorrhoid, hemorrhaging. Uh, only one like. <laughs> Coke induced brain aneurysms. Well, that didn't help. But <laughs> yeah, definitely unconscious concussions massive yeah there we go it explains a lot all right (laughs) well what have we learned today we've learned that um being the child of a superstar definitely has its pitfalls i'm afraid of department stories it's possible to come out of that experience um and have your own story your own adventure and your own career i hope so also not be you know uh taken by the shallow two-dimensional nature of money and fame and fortune um it's possible to go beyond that yeah. And that, um, and that you've got a very exciting career ahead of you. In, and I'm in hilarious. And yeah. I mean, the hilarious bit. I've seen you on stage, and you have been very hilarious when I've seen you on stage. Have so you yeah. seen me on stage? Yeah, I've seen you on stage once. Yeah, 
I think at the comedy store, one of the produce shows at the comedy store. I never do the comedy store. It was one of the produce shows. Because I witnessed that murder and it scared the fuck out of me. Which one? You you don't know about that? No. Someone was murdered. Before you moved here. There was a shooting. Like this guy walked up off the street and um, like we were... It, there were about seven or eight comics, and it was someone's birthday, all hammered. I don't drink. And one guy we didn't know, guy walks up off the street onto that little bar area. Yeah. Pulls out a gun, starts shooting. At who? Well, we didn't know at first, but it was a gang hit. But he killed the guy. We tried to save him. He bled out. It was horrible. It was but so he, he didn't, no one, no random people got hit in the crossfire or anything like that? No, it was targeted, but like, again, we had, you know, I thought it was a bitter comic at first. I was like, oh, you didn't get that. Yeah, past. exactly. Like, Someone didn't get a fucking spot on a Monday night potluck. Yeah, it wouldn't shock me, um, but it was clearly very premeditated. And I've seen someone get stabbed. I've never seen someone get shot. Yeah. Yeah, that would be quite sad and quite frightening. Frightening, and you in the moment. Well, I think when you're I'd hope where that you're I would like spring into action. I'm good like, in a crisis. That was like my living room, so you don't expect to suddenly have like. At first, I thought it was a movie shoot. Thank God, I think it was Francisco grabbed me and like pulled me under the the railing and tried to kiss you. <laughs> would have been a great moment, but no. <laughs> this could be the last moments we have on earth. <laughs> And you kiss, fall madly in love. And I, my way of handling, I just, I get very calm in those situ- situations, weirdly. So you start meditating? No. Chanting? Oh. No, I was just trying to get, there was one girl I didn't know that I think is a comic or mic or whatever that was screaming so loud. So I was just trying to like. Yeah, to shut the fuck up. Yeah, basically, because yeah. it was giving me a headache, but. It's not all I got a migraine. You know the stop cr- it. You know the craziest shit though ever. What's I know, that? I know we have to wrap it up. Do you remember Hollywood Jesus? Did you meet him ever? Uh, I know who you're talking about. He's yeah. dead now, isn't he? He passed away sadly. Yeah. yeah. Kevin, really nice guy. Used to hang out at the comedy store, dressed like Jesus, looked like Jesus, six five, couldn't miss it. He was there that night. He would give massages to people. He was the first person to walk out of the OR. He sees the guy on the ground. And he goes and runs back in the building. And I was like, J-Dog, is this real life? Like, Jesus, do something. He should have walked over there. Blessed him. Poor guy. Can you imagine that? If you're that guy on the floor with a fucking bullet hole in you and the, you look out and you just see Jesus one. above you. Like- <laughs> and you're like, oh my God, he is white. <laughs> 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 this is ridiculous. That's yeah. actually pretty- Thanks very much. It's almost like I'm a professional comedian. I do it sometimes. Yeah, I turn it sometimes. Yeah. Um, Camilla Cleese, thank you very much for coming in. Thank you for having me. We're going to wrap it up there. Um, if people want to find you, yeah. where should they go? Not my house. Don't go to her house. That's fucking weird shit. Yeah. But like social media, website, no. where's the easiest Everything, way? The thing about name, being named Camilla Cleese is that I can't blame any of the bad shit I did on another Camilla Cleese because I'm go. the only one. So it's all under my name, at Camilla Cleese. C- on all A- social media. M-I-L-L-A-C-L-E-E-S-E, like cheese, but with an L, because our real last name is Cheese. Oh, is it really? Yeah. Cheese? Yeah. Was your real surname? Yeah. Wow. Thank fucking God they changed that. Yeah, name. absolutely. Mine's Leech, and it stayed Leech. And yeah. Yeah, maybe I should have redone it. Oh, well. Well, Carrie, Too late now. Carrie Grant's real last name was Leech. Yeah, but he changed it, didn't he? Yeah. 
Oh, well, it oh. is what it is. My, da- <laughs> my dad named that character after him in A Fish Called Wanda. Well, make sure you guys check out Camilla Cleese on all social media and, of course, uh, website. Go and see her live. Um, it's definitely worth uh, a watch and you will not and be disappointed. And I don't talk about chicken wings. No, but, I mean, that's why most of them are here. I'm going to order chicken wings right now. Thanks, Camilla. Gotta- Thanks for having me. Bye. <laughs>